Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast, where thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and executives from around the world share their practical tips, strategies, and stories to help you unleash your potential and achieve your goals. Your journey of growth to become your best starts now. All right, welcome everyone to the Rise Up For You podcast. My name is Natalina Nasruddin. I am the host and the founder of Rise Up For You. Such an honor to be here again with another amazing episode. Today we are bringing to you Dr. Travis Fox. Travis, thank you so much for joining us today. It's really an honor to have you here on our show. Oh, thanks. Thanks for being here. I, by the way, I love I loved the show Rise Up. Many, many years ago, it was Rise, Rise Me of a show that I was on called The Rise. So it was perfect oh, to be very back. Cool. Very cool. Thank you. Well, we always yeah. like to start off the episode um, hearing a little bit about who you are, what you do. And I always say, just brag away. Tell us everything <laughs> about you. So please tell us. Yeah, I'm not really good at bragging about myself, something my, my publicist has told me for years, but that's still not my thing. Uh, the snapshot is uh, I'm, I was born in the United States. I was raised for the first 10 years of my life in Japan and uh, Europe. My mother was a model and an actress, and my father was a fighter pilot. So if you ever saw the original Top Gun movie, didn't quite work out that way. They got uh, divorced when I was nine and a half. And pretty much my childhood ended at that point. That's when also my entrepreneurial career started. Uh, I, my father was an extraordinarily conservative individual, and uh, I realized that I was going to be really good at entertainment. So I asked my mom to teach me modeling, and I did my first modeling job when I was nine and a half years old here in the United States as uh, for JCPenney. And then my, but my father wanted me to be a golfer, so I've been golfing since I was five years old, and... Around 18, I decided to have this little thing called a subconscious uh, recognition, uh, reconnoiter, if you know what that is, or recognition, where my subconscious said, we're not going to do this as a career because this is not really what your life path is. <laughs> and uh, I made some really fun choices, and uh, I became a first-time father at the age of uh, 18 and a half, which completely interrupted my mental stasis. I had sure. no emotional uh, preparity for it. And uh, people always ask me what makes me such a great head coach for all those years on, on the PGA Tours because I was a head case first, so that's how I know. So couple, uh, I went, and got, went back to school, and um, I left and got uh, my degree in uh, PhD in psychology. And then I went deeper and went to a, a doctorate in clinical hypnotherapy to dive into subconscious modalities and business and emotional trauma. And then I spent about the next 17 years on stage traveling in the world. Uh, I've done over 7,000 performances and speeches and about 16,000 hours on stage. I'm a five-time Emmy-nominated producer-director. Uh, I've got over 45 awards for production and directing. You see some behind me for those of you watching live. Uh, you know, and really, uh, I've taken all that now and I've prepared for the last 50 years of my life for what we're doing now at the Ultimate Business Quest. And I always tell people, you know, your life's journey till the moment shows up that you're ready and prepared for the hero's journey. In my case, it took 50 years to master all of these skills and to get the right people around me to make this, this thing that we're doing what's been so successful and where it continues to be successful. So now uh, I'm the chairman of the board and I help architect companies around the world through the ultimate business quest and help uh, people with the first gamified app to take you from founder funding to fortune. That's amazing. So I want to go back. I want to talk a little bit about the business quest, sure. but I want to go back because it sounds to me like just in uh, what you were saying in your story and your journey, it seems like to me that you uh, you have had a pretty pretty high tolerance of achievement and motivation within because it sounds like you've, I mean, you've built success even before this new endeavor in entrepreneurship and business. Sure. Why do you think that is? Do you think that it was like your world travel that helped you be more motivated and resilient? Mm -hmm. Why do you think it was that, you know, because I always like to study like performance psychology, like what right. makes some people more successful than others, right? And how come you're going further faster and other individuals that might have the same skills are still like trucking along? So what do you think was the defining factor for your success, being able to have all those awards back there and like create, a, you know, amazing content? What do you think that was for you? Uh, it's a twofold answer. Great question, by the way. Uh, one, I'm curious. 
Uh, I'm extraordinarily curious. I have an, an insatiable desire to learn and explore because I understand the ideology of time. And given my background in, in uh, architectural psychology, uh, I think is my second balance. Is it's an understanding of how we actually work. We spend most of our time in motivation or in inspiration. Well, it's just a consciously driven thing. Yeah. That makes sense. It's like throwing a BB at a freight train and expecting the freight train to stop. It's going to be this repetitive, sometimes depleting concept of egoic adrenaline push. Well, there's going to come a point where you go, adrenaline's not enough. It's got to get down to this deeper passion. And even in our case, it's got to be a quest because when you're on an adventure, you're having fun. But when you're on an adventurous quest, you're having a fun, resolved outcome. You're not going to stop until you get to the end, no matter what. And when you combine those two, at least in, in how I've done it, uh, it creates an insatiable desire, passion that you don't have to, I don't have to ignite it. I don't have to watch motivational stuff. I don't have to keep rah-rah in myself. I don't have to go and do all these things. I just naturally am, but I believe that is because of the, uh, the architectural sequencing that I put together and, and I teach obviously in the quest now from around the world is, hey, it doesn't always have to be this woo-woo thing where you don't have to go do ayahuasca and discover your purpose, although you can yeah. and I've done it too, well, but it also doesn't have to be this very stoic, I'm business, I've got to destroy everybody. It's, you know, the, the art of war. I mean, yeah. to me, there's always been bifurcated. I'm like, look, you you and your business are one, whether you're a, you know, a 5,000 employee a company or you're a solopreneur, it's still you. And to say that they're separate is like saying, well, if I lop off my head, my body's still going to work. And I think sure. when you combine those two, it actually makes it fun again. And that's what I've been about my whole life is making business fun because we all know the end outcome for every single one of us. And that's broken dead. So let's yeah. have some fun while we're at there, commonly called experience. And that's driven by curiosity. And I think that's like, there's a bunch of like things happening in my head right now when you're talking, because I think, a lot. Yeah, I think that's a, incredibly important today, even mm -hmm. outside you know, business and entrepreneurship, even just for the corporate space, sure. because I think that there is a huge population. I mean, we know this 76% of the American population are disengaged or don't love what they're doing at work. But I think that part of that factor is because they're not able to find like the meaning or the curiosity in what they do. They're waiting for it to show up for them. And if they don't right. see it, then, then they jump. But, but I know, and I'm, and I think I'm hearing from you that you know, as an individual, it's important for you to find the fun and the play in what you're doing, even if it's not always fun and play, right? Like I run my own business similar to you. And there's a lot of things that I do, like sure. spreadsheets and things. I'm like, I did not want to do this. Right. Right. But I start with taxes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I understand that there's like a bigger picture and meaning to the greater creation that, you know, that we get to have later. So I'd love to just, I guess, hear your viewpoint on that, because I, I sure. do think that people are, constantly like going elsewhere to find that meaning and that creativity and, and that drive in them. But really like they got to find that for themselves so that they can create meaning and purpose and, and success in what they're doing, no matter what they're doing. Agreed. And if I can, if you allow me to be a doctor for 30 seconds and make life a lot more fun for everybody, it is what's called psychodynamics, right? You, you just set it perfectly and your intent was spot on. Just like everybody listening to your show is going to go, dang, that makes sense. I got to go find it. It's not out there. I got to find it in myself. But if you really listen to what you said, find means you don't know it or it's lost, or you need a blueprint to go figure out where the heck to find it. And sadly, most and most uh, the, the travesty of most people's entrepreneurial journey, or even their journey in large, is they have this ideology in a subconscious programming that you have to go find it. And I'll give you an example. When you're in school and everyone listening, no matter where you're in the world, you're going to hear the exact same response. And that is, hey, hey, Travis, you know what? You're almost out of high school. Guess what? You need to go find your, find your passion. You need to find your purpose. You need to find your soulmate. You need to 
find you know, pull your head out of your rear end. Great. I just spent 12 years in school and you didn't teach me jack squat because I don't know how to find anything. I don't even know how to negotiate a lease on a car, much less figure out how to find my passion for a lifetime that is way ahead of me, which is even more so and more daunting. When we put people in that kind of space and I say, here's what I need you to do. I need you to go find your passion. Hell, that could take an entire lifetime. And in some cases, lifetimes, depending on your ideology beliefs. Yeah. Here's the challenge. When you go to find something, you normally have a, a map, a blueprint, a hint, a clue. You don't need to find it. The question is staying curious about everything because curiosity and fun, you already know how to do. It innately came with your body called birth. Everybody's got it. You've got it. I've got it. Every one of the listeners of the show has got it. The question is, are you willing to choose to be curious? Or are you going to continue to think that you know it all because you've been there 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years? At 52, which is what I am now, I can tell you two concrete things. I know Jack and I know crap. That's what I know. Everything else I learn every single day with the 60 members of this company and the almost 100,000 questers in the app. I go, I don't know, but I do know that I can go figure it out. And that right there is the call to adventure. And it really stems down to this. Are you willing to sit there and keep living a mediocre existence? Or are you going to keep playing the fine game? Or are you finally going to go, I'm curious about everything. Drop your ego, drop your pride, enjoy the ride and have some fun with it. Because the reality check is you're going to wake up one day and it's not going to be there. And it's not my laws. That's the universe's laws. So you can deal with that however you like to. But the reality check is when we start programming ourselves to find, then we feel lost, we feel deflated, and we revert to something that we know, commonly called the devil that I know versus the devil that I don't. So let's start with how we really program ourselves. And while some of you out there, I can hear your wizard brains going, well, Travis, you're nitpicking words. You're damn right I am. Because well, your adventure is programmed by your words to yourself. You know that consciously, but subconsciously you don't believe it. So you're already in conflict with yourself, as most of us are. And then we add our emotional business trauma. I've been screwed over. My partner didn't do this. The company was successful. I lost my money. I invested in this thing or that. It didn't work. And next thing you know, we've got a list of excuses of reasons to live a mediocre existence and adventure and curiosity get killed. Simple. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And by the way, we're a baby and puppy friendly show. So if you see this little guy here, you know, I'm all for it. Works for me. I, I love it. So, Doesn't bother me one bit. There, there's something that you. I'm gonna. Pivot and my last name's Fox, so I kind of fit in. So perfect. Yeah. <laughs> there, um, there's something that you mentioned that I want to pivot a little bit on. I was interviewed sure. earlier on a podcast, and mm -hmm. we had we talked about this point that I want to bring up with you, and I because I'm I'm on a quest to to. <laughs> to figure out where the challenge is for individuals. But like you said, you know, a lot of individuals will stay kind of in that like middle spot, that mediocre spot, right? Most. They know that they feel maybe stuck. They know they feel uncertain. They know that there is more potential that they have within them, okay? Mm -hmm. But they don't make the shift. And they say that like you need a breaking in order to have an awakening. But how do we get people to tap in their potential and be their best without having to like have this huge breaking, meaning like death, divorce, right? Um, financial, you know, yeah, exactly. Bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. How do we get people that are like doing good? Like I'm doing okay. I'm paying my bills. I have, I have a nice job. I have a nice family, but that don't feel fulfilled. How mm -hmm. do we get them to move from like, everything's okay to like, you know what I am going to, take action. I'm going to take risk and I'm going to get out of my comfort zone, even though things are pretty good right now. That's 
question that I let's, want. Let's, to let's, let's address this from the reverse model. Hell of a question, by the way. Great. I wish I wish the show was four hours long because we could solve the world's <laughs> problems in four hours, right? <laughs> uh, let's reverse that model. Everything you just said is what's called reverse hypnotics, right? We are hypnotizing ourselves to believe that everything's okay, that everything's good. It's not true. Your illusion of security and your illusion that everything is okay is a bloody illusion. How do I know that? We just went through a global shift using your language. No one's ever seen in human history before. No one could have counted on that. No one wrote that in the script of Earth's ideology. Maybe, you know, maybe some higher power did, but none of us humans did. So when we start looking at these things like safety, which are called thematics, when we look at these safety mechanisms, we are hypnotizing ourselves to believe crap we don't believe. And then we start to ask ourselves why we're not in alignment. And I'm quoting my fingers as I say that kind of a new age term. Alignment is simply understanding the choice sequences of your own truth. Reality check is most of us don't want to look in the dark. They don't want to look in the dark of the truth. And that's where the truth lives. And I'm not talking about good versus evil. I'm talking about the stuff that you hide from yourself and your subconscious and your emotional traumatics from your partner, from yourself, from your kids, from your friends, whomever. And that starts with some simple ideologies. For example, we go, when we go out on a date, we go out to a, you know, a candlelit restaurant. Then we go to a nightclub. Then we tend to have sex in the dark. Why? Because that's where the damn truth lives. So we're so scared to death about going to the dark. And yet that's where we really find now back to your point, our adventure. We feel alive. We're present. We're being honest with ourselves. We're being vulnerable because the ideology of safety is the absolute death of your career. It is the death of your life. It is the death of your marriage or your relationship. It's the death of anything because there's no such thing as safety. It is a hypnotic illusion that we as creators, and I use that term as any way you guys want to apply it listening to the show, we use it as a way to convince ourselves of something we know is not true down here in our guts. So when we start looking at these sequences, getting motivated is very simple, very simple. How can you make this fun? And then give yourself permission to stop being a damn adult. Cause I don't know any adults. I know a lot of people who play adults, myself included, but at least, you know, I was paid as an actor to be an adult. I'm not an adult. I don't want to be an adult and I don't know how many adults, but I know a lot of people that are in full grown mature bodies that happen to have this beautiful infectious spirit. You have it. I have it. Many of your listeners most likely have it. The questers have it. Why? Because we understand the concept that time is limited. So when you understand that and you truly own it and you stop BSing yourself that you've got time because you don't, that's an illusion. You know that too, further proof that you're a great hypnotist, but you don't know what you're doing. You're a kid with a sword. And so was I until I really started to understand that when we start to understand if we can hypnotize ourselves to believe crap we don't believe in, what would it be like if we could hypnotize ourselves to believe in stuff that we like? And I'm not talking about look at my watch, look deep into my eyes. That's a hocus pocus crap. I'm talking about what we do at the quest. It is called reverse hypnotic thematic learning through synthesiastic movement. Really fancy way of saying everything that you programmed yourself is up here in your head. And there's a sequence that you can go through that makes it fun to look in the dark, not have to go to the deep woo woo unless you want to. Again, I've done it myself, but also apply that immediately to your business and make your business infectious ignite it. And then it feels like a fantasy until you realize it's real. Now you're hypnotizing yourself to what you want versus what you don't want. hundred percent. And, and there's probably a lot more to it, but the things that come to my mind for me are, uh, you know, manifestation and like the positive programming, like you said, mm -hmm. like making the shift visualization, like seeing what I want, feeling what I want, understanding what I want, uh, without giving your whole model away, because obviously we want listeners to learn more and, and kind of seek you out. Can you give us maybe just like one strategy or one step? Oh, hell no. I gave the whole thing away for free. Are you kidding me? Download the app for free. Cut the crap. Perfect. Download, okay. download now. Ultimate Business Quest or Business Empire on Android and Apple. It's got, it's got four and a half. Uh, I think we're 4.9 rating on Google. Go for it. Why? Here's the truth. 
the truth is nobody wants to build a company by yourself. And if you think you're building by yourself, you definitely have hypnosis going on because you are full of crap. And I'll be the first to tell you that that's not, there's no such thing as a solopreneur. We are all in the same business. That business is the people business. And if you don't understand the people running around in your head and make it a fun way to look at yourselves and start to say, well, that sucks. So that's great. Which by the way, is a whole fun judgmental game we can get into. We call that the wizard and we'll show you how to do this. And it's really fun. Now we make finger pointing fun. Now, instead of pointing out my weaknesses, I can go, Hey, she's a wizard or Hey, he's a warrior or she's a warrior. He's a wizard, whatever. And there's 16 in the system. So now all of a sudden, now we're not scared of people. We're not scared of ourselves. And that's the number one thing. We're scared of ourselves. So we're going to continue to gravitate regardless of your visualization, no disrespect, regardless of your vision board, regardless of how much you write in your journal, that is all consciously driven stuff. End of discussion. That means your conscious mind is creating an intention. But if your subconscious mind doesn't have the agreement, alignment, belief structure, or even the emotional trauma release of your past, you're not going to do it. You'll go around with called the infinite loop and we've all done it. So when we start looking at those concepts, let's turn back to something that you all know how to do right now, back to your point of the one tip, ask yourself this question. How can I make this fun? Two things are going to happen. One, you're going to have your wizard mind tell you all the reasons that's the dumbest thing you've ever asked yourself and who's going to judge you. And you're going to look this and that who cares yeah. Two, then you're going to have to yourself. What if I actually could have fun doing something that seems monotonous just because it's uncomfortable and it seems fairly small, would I be willing to do it? That's the yellow brick road that starts you on a true quest. The rest of the people are just, you know, generally, and I say this respectfully, waiting for you, like you said, for it to show up, waiting for your ship to come in. Well, what if you live in the middle of the desert? There's no ships. So you're kind of screwed. So let's look at it from a different point of view. What if we had fun? And one of the things I've learned in all my years and the, literally the millions of people I've seen, I've said, wait a minute. There's one common thread that every one of us has that nobody needs to teach you. It can never be taken away from you. And you have 100% absolute control over is ask yourself one question. How can I make this fun right now? And no matter what your answer is in your head, how outrageous that land just do it, do it because it will retrain you that everything can be fun. Because when you were a kid, most of it was. Then you got trained out of you that you had to be an adult and you had to be serious and you had to be conscious and now yeah. By the way, anybody wants to date that person, good luck because your relationship is probably going to be monotonous and boring and you'll end up in divorces, which is why we have a 70 plus divorce rate here in the United States, because we're not marrying what actually helps us grow. We're marrying what makes us feel safe and safe is an illusion and we all know it. And if you can hypnotize yourself to be safe, you can hypnotize yourself very simply. And I'm not talking again about the woo woo hypnosis. I'm talking about the way we actually do it for real, not in Hollywood, not what you see on stage. And I've done both. So I can speak to that as well. It's about making it fun. And if you yeah. do fun, then a conversation like this, where most people are petrified to talk because you've got this big podcast, you've got the big hostess. And, oh my God. And there are people listening to me. So what? You're having a conversation and it puts you in a space of being present. And when being present means you are fully aware and having fun and enjoying the experience. That's what present 90% means. Yes, you can get other ideologies you want, but in a macro, that's really what it is. So how come we're not applying that to business? How come we're not applying that to your, your body and your personal you know, relationship with your body? How come you're not applying that to your relationship? Because you're too scared and locked up in mediocrity of safety. And the quest helps you do it in a fun way that doesn't allow you to go into the dark and freak out and have some psilocybin experience and prismatic and all of a sudden, ah, as opposed to, oh man, I've always wondered why I've done that. And now I can finger, excuse me, I can finger point at myself without judging myself or putting myself into a box and pulling myself out of my dreams, period. Because we're the ones that do it. Yeah, 100%. I love that. You're a wizard with words. Can I say that? <laughs> yes, you can. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. For, yeah, I, I really 
enjoyed and everything that you just said. And I think it's super valuable. And I know that our audience will resonate with it. I'd love to jump into the power section of the interview and start by asking you, um, you know, if today were your last day on earth, what is one golden nugget you would want to share with the world? I just did. Have fun, kids. It goes by fast. I can literally tell you, I can remember every detail of my life. I, I'm sitting on the Asperger's spectrum. I have this uncanny ability to remember everything. And that's a, that, that's a strange odd. And I say everything is a macro comment. I mean, I have intimate details all the way back to four years of old, uh, in my life. And so when I look back at my life, I've lived an amazing adventure. Have I lived everything I wanted to? No. But I would stress on every single one of you, make everything fun. I know that sounds childish. It goes against everything you've been taught. It goes against everything societal, cultural, relationship, uh, even religion, even business models tell you you've got to be serious about business. That is all BS, kids. It's your life. It's your journey. If you don't have fun, the only person that's getting screwed is you. Yeah. And what we, you know, here at Rise Up For You, we're really big on values. So Mm. what is, um, what's one value for you that's an absolute non-negotiable meaning? uh, Communication. Communication. In fact, our company culture is based on three, the three laws, which is TLC, trust, loyalty, and communication equals fun. If it's not fun, we're done. It's that simple. Everyone who's in this company who subscribes to that model, they know exactly what those value systems are and we communicate. Now, sometimes communication can be challenging. We've got challenges we've got to deal with. We've got things we've got to do that are monotonous, i.e. paperwork, as you've mentioned. But if we don't communicate with each other, we all go down. We all go down. And the number one thing we're afraid to communicate mostly in, traditionally in corporate America is because we're jockeying for position. We're jockeying for power control, egoic structures, wow. and we're not remembering that, hey, you don't have to be there. You could leave if you wanted to. Find a culture that actually enjoys you and, and cherishes for who you are and makes it fun. As part of what we do in the app is teach you how to build to people's real character, not their resume, because a resume doesn't mean anything. In fact, half the time I have to help people unlearn their resume so that they can function properly as who they really are in their own uh, in their own dream and vision. When you look at that, it's about trust, loyalty, and communication. Without that, what else do you have? You have nothing. Yeah. Absolutely. So I have one more question for you, but before I ask that, uh, tell us a little bit more, tell us about the app where we can get the information on Quest. Mm -hmm. Tell us how we can find you, how we can connect with you. Uh, If any of our listeners resonate with you, they want to reach out, where, where can we find all that? Uh, on every social media known, known to man, of course, I'm out there. It's Travis Fox 360 on Instagram, Facebook, uh, over on, uh, and it's Dr. Travis Fox over on TikTok. If you want to go to go to ultimatebusinessquest.com or just pull out your phone right now, your Apple, your Android, go to your app store and download the Ultimate Business Quest Business Empire. For those of you watching the show visually, you'll see the logos on my hat. Download it. It's free. Start today. Start the quest. And by the way, if you get in now, you'll get a free invitation to what's called the quest roundtables. We're totally taking on networking because networking sucks. And we told to take our entire system in the app and we now put it networking. You're meeting people all over the world to build your business and build your leadership and your team in a fun way where you're all questing in the same direction. Again, it's downloaded for free. Get in the game. Start playing today because remember, it's your quest. Fantastic. Final question for you. So, As you know, our company is called Rise Up For You. So tell us what comes to mind for you when you hear that phrase, rise up for you. Uh, Two things. One, the original television show I was talking about a moment ago, (laughs) this is about 12 and a half years ago, uh, I had the opportunity to host that show called The Rise. So I love the name. That's why I love as soon as I got the invitation, I'm like, I'm in. And then secondly, I think rise up is rising up to your truth right? I don't like the word potential because the word potential is infinite. You can have as much potential as you want. The question is rise up to your real truth. Are you really, really willing to go for the venture? And if not, if that's okay, if you're not, but stop blaming everything else, including your relationships, friends, family, et cetera, rise up, rise up because the truth is the world needs you to be who you are. The world needs you to be the actual real deep down king and queen that you really are inside that you keep stuffing down and the world needs it 
right the F now, like right now, because right now we are in deep caca on a global scale. And I use the word caca because I'm being as polite as I can. But the reality <laughs> check is we are so <laughs> egoically lost. Yeah, we just, we're just so egoically lost in, in, as a country, as a, as a say, hey, kids, hate to break it to you, but maybe you all know this. At least as far as we know, we're the only neighbors in the entire solar system. So maybe this whole us and them model probably needs to be abolished. It's one of the longest standing hypnotic things in the human history is that there's an us and them. There's those guys over there and these guys over here. We're all on the same bloody planet. And if something happens to planet, all the things you think are interesting, go away. COVID gave you a snapshot of that. Whether you believe in it or not, I don't care. I'm not here to qualify that. But I am here to say, psychologically, it gave every one of us an opportunity to reset, revaluize, re-ask yourself what my quest is really about. And the ultimate question is, are you willing to go on the quest to revitalize and rescue your heart, your life, and your business from the ultimate disease we all suffer from? And that, my friends, is mediocrity. That's the question you need to ask yourself. That's the rise up you need to come to. I love it. That's the best answer we ever had. <laughs> With all due well, respect. Given how many shows you've had, that's a heck of a compliment. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's very Thank kind. You Thank so you so much for joining us today. It has yes, really been a truly a pleasure and an honor. Thank you, everyone, Thank you. for listening. The Rise Up You podcast, bringing you new episodes every single week. Power size episodes in 25 minutes or less to help you empower, feel educated, and really go out there and be your best. Thank you again for joining us, Dr. Travis Fox. Thank you.